0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. (laughs) Welcome, everybody.
1: Uh, The humor is big. It's a great Monday morning. It's Victory Monday. You got to be excited. The sun is out. This week is Christmas. And what a bigger gift could the Steelers give to the to the fans out there on the eve of Christmas than to come across and beat the Tennessee Titans, who I got to tell you something. And by the way, the laughing and the joking was I pulled up the plug for the headset to show <laughs> Ninja Jacob, that I was indeed on top of it, and I plugged that baby into the board. So indeed, I welcome you to the locker room, and yes, what indeed, what a great, great way to kick off Christmas week. The Tennessee Titans come in, and one of the things I I found remarkable is that you saw the Titans during introductions come out and group right on the Steelers uh, shield symbol right there at the 50-yard line, you know, over the hydrocycloids and everything else. And I'm looking at that thing, and I'm I'm going. I, they're all grouped together on. I mean, there was no mistaking the intention. There was a throwing down of the gauntlet. Uh, this is uh, Juju Smith-Schuster times a thousand. I mean, the whole team of the of the Titans were out there and masked on the Steelers symbol at the 50-yard line, and I, I gotta tell you, something, I was I was really surprised because I just didn't think Mike Vrabel is a is a quality dude. Uh, no doubt about it. he was he was an excellent player he's uh even he's a even better coach than he was a player um you know and, and you know you t- you heard all week long they'd done some things like playing renegade during practice they were playing black and yellow during practice and so just watching this unfold as we were preparing to start the game i was i was really caught back i was really surprised because this was something that i I just didn't see, Max. And, I, I, you know, to watch them come out and then stand there and have all that razzmatazz going on pregame, pre, you know, kickoff, uh, standing on the Steelers symbol, man, that was, that was uh, I don't know, it was disconcerting. And, by the way, it's good to see that you are up and about. <laughs> I dropped you off at the airport virtually minutes ago, it seems like. And uh, wow. here you are, my friend.
2: Yeah, I pulled an I dream a genie. I just boom put it together, snapped my head, and I was out. So <laughs> uh you know, I'm like, hey, I'm here. And uh but I but I think the biggest thing is is that, you know, listen to what you said. I know you use the word disconcerting. I I am gonna I'm gonna see you disconcerting and I raise you <laughs> and I raise you disrespectful. Okay. Ill repute <laughs> you know th- this was this was a slap in the face this was a mockery of what the Steelers are when you stand on that symbol at that place in the middle of that uh, of our field in our house and you have i mean it's not like you've dominated us oh since since your inception that has not been the case um, you're not a division rival that we see every year, right? Um, you don't carry the history of the Houston Oilers with you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You know, I would like for you, I'm, I'm sure some of you, some of those guys probably didn't even know that they used to be the Houston Oilers unless they looked in the, unless they looked in the stands right. and saw people wearing Oilers jerseys like, Hey, those colors look similar. That must be our <laughs> new throwback colors. Um, but, you know, it, it was, it was, it took a huge, it took a huge amount of moxie to even stage that, right? And I, and I get it. Like, you know, like you, like you, like you said, Mike Vrabel, hey, former Steeler player, drafted by us from Ohio State, you know, he, he, he's been in the region. He understands and he appreciates the black and gold. Exactly. But he also got, but he also got tainted by the silver, blue, and red. Uh, you know, and, and I think that, you know, that type of bravado you got to have it right. You got to have that type of bravado in order to to be as successful as as Mike has been. But at the same time, you know, show show some respect there, because yeah, you do that. You know what it is. He knew exactly what he was doing. You spent four years here. And then for your guys to get hyped at Renegade in the fourth quarter, (laughs) did you see how fast and fleeting that enthusiasm was? It was funny, wasn't it? Think about it. Everybody's
1: (laughs) jumping around. Not everybody. I would say about mm, half the team was jumping around on the sidelines, that being the Titans. But as the song played on and on and people were getting smaculated up on the jumbotron. Then they started bouncing a little less, 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 and then it was down to, like, two people. <laughs> and then it was, like, one and then none. They didn't make it through the whole song.
2: So you you, you know what that reminded me of? Rem- remember, you know, the idea... Of wanting to sneak and drink your parents' alcohol because you're like, man, this seems like a cool thing. It's taboo. You get all giddy and oh, 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 oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sneak me a taste. I'm gonna, it's, it's that, and then it's like you try it, and then you realize it's not for you. As a kid, you're like, no, nope. this is you. This is hey as as my aunt used to say this is yuck. So it's like <laughs> it, you got you it, it, I felt like I watched like a kid like sneaking to try their parents' alcohol and then when they finally do they realize nah this is terrible this is nasty. That's how it felt as I watched them as I watched the Titan sideline uh go through the paces with Renegade like oh yes I remember I can identify with this song I heard it in practice but then you realize this this isn't it. When do, when are they going to play black and yellow? I like Wiz Khalifa better. I mean, I, I think that's ultimately what they 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 were mentally thinking because there's no highlight reel to that one. Um no. But when you watch Renegade, if you're not a Steeler, it starts to strike fear in your heart. It starts to strike so so seeds of doubt in your mind because you're like, they hit a lot of people really hard to this to the to this drum bass. I mean, it's a perfect choreographed video. And you know, and and of course I think, you know, revenge was enacted. You know, the the Steelers defense took it upon themselves. Right? That that, that, that they that, that, you know, it was almost like you, you watched the last dance, right? Um uh, the last <laughs> dance. With the band uh, that was the my, the, oh the, no, no that's Michael
1: The, the Bulls, yeah, the Bulls documentary. Sorry, oh gosh. Um, we're going. Yeah, you got to remember, there's there are decades a, separating us, my friend.
2: That 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 is true. But but we were all at home wondering what to watch on television uh <laughs> last year True <laughs> when there were no live sports. That was a. That was the liveest sports we had was watching the 96 Bulls. Yes, uh. it was. Yes, it was.
1: Well, let me ask uh, you something. All right. Yeah. When you, when you watched that unfold, what did you see from the Steelers' sidelines? Did you see? Because I got to believe that they weren't – well, wait a minute. They were in the locker room, so that's right. So, th- I wonder if how aware they were of what was going on there. No. What transpired? They were in the tunnel. They were oh. in the tunnel. Okay. All they right. So, then the they tunnel. saw it they saw it okay
2: boom you know it it, your 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 vision is funneled with the um, tunnel with the you know (laughs) yeah well not with the tunnel, but with also the the what's the the arches and the stuff and the stuff that shoots out yeah all that they run out right all that all all that that stuff the smoke machine and all that right right um so it's all mitigated by
1: what you can see
2: yeah but they had to be aware but I also want to say, I I, I was like, yeah, no, no, they were absolutely aware. Because I, I saw it was Joe Hayden was kind of stalking back at the front and kind of like yelling at the guys, getting them hype and everything. And guys had to have seen that. You, you can't help but see that. I don't care where you were. Unless you were around the corner before you make the turn. But. I'm like that's the only way you did not, but I guarantee your teammates played telephone and shared the message of what was going on. You know where the, you know what's happening at the 50-yard line.
1: Absolutely. Now, now this I want to bring out too because you know, in that tunnel, and there every time you you set out to go enter an NFL stadium, you you mass in that tunnel, and try to describe for the folks what it's like as a player when you're in that tunnel because it is absolutely. Let me tell you something. If you could bottle what's going on inside of you you'd put red bull out of business I mean that oh. you'd have you'd have you'd need to drink a red bull just to calm down all right yeah <laughs> I mean yeah, that's yeah. how jacked you are in the tunnel
2: so that moment in the tunnel I mean when we watch movies right uh historical relevance when it talks about the Coliseum and the gladiators, oh yeah um you know when you think of before they enter the arena. Like, it, it's it's an eerie calm within your soul, but there is the loudest music in your head playing because that's your heart thumping at an incredible right. rate because you know what it is. You know what's on the other side. You know <laughs> you're in the darkness and you're coming into the light. I yeah. mean, that that's essentially... About what it is after you, if you've ridden in a train through a tunnel and it's really dark, and then you boom pop out and it's just bright all of a sudden, almost like when you're driving on the parkway and you go through the tunnel and the city of Pittsburgh uh, opens, yeah, yeah, and it opens up to you that feeling, that euphoria you get. That's the closest thing I could say to give uh, words to it, or or to make it a visualization, because. It is literally the most exciting thing. Like you said, Red Bull doesn't stand a shot um, <laughs> at, at at comparing and bottling it. Um, you know, there it is that most joyous of moments. It, it's it, it is just like your first Christmas morning that you realize what what what's on the other end, right? When Santa when Santa has delivered his gifts, it's yep. your first Christmas. You're running downstairs. You're running out your room. And you see the presence in the tree. That's the feeling it is. It is this frenzied excitement you can't control. It's like my dog every time he gets out of the cage. Right. And it's like, dude, dude, I just saw you an hour ago. <laughs> like, it's that happy puppy excitement. And you don't know how to display the emotion. And you try and, like, keep it together. It's like you need a straitjacket yep. at times, right? It, it's it's that crazy. So it is one of those things that, that is... Uh, is the coolest feeling ever. That's some that I don't care. I don't care how old you are, if you are a former player, that is one moment that you will never forget. That it will always get you excited. Even if you're not the one running out of it, <laughs> you still get excited by seeing others because you know what they know, right. and you know that feeling, and you've had that feeling, and that feeling takes over your body. And that's why I enjoy it. That's why I stand right by the tunnel. Because I know what that is, and it makes me
1: excited, you
2: know, for them, for the games, and I get hyped up.
1: Exactly, because you feel that adrenaline. You feel that testosterone pouring out of the tunnel. And I got to tell you something, even way up in the booth, when you watch what was going on with the Titans going out onto the symbol of the of the Heinzfield the Steelers symbol out there, that just just frosted me. Because, you know, it was meant to be disrespectful. It was meant to be a punch in the nose. It was meant to be by a tough guy head coach who's got a tough guy team. Let's face it, those Titans are in the image of the head coach, Mike Vrabel, and he was sending a message early on. Now, early on, I thought the Steelers were not (laughs) responding real well to what I considered uh, coming out – some guy coming out in the first round of a heavyweight – Boxing championship and lighting you up with a with a shot like or shoving you when the, when the referee's doing the introductions he comes out and puts his glove right in your face and shoves you one you know what I mean something like that yeah. and and so I was waiting to see that match get lit when they got got going there and you know eventually the Steelers really it was amazing because the very unit that has been letting them down over the last five games or so four games came to life and did what people thought they couldn't do, and they pulled some great, great plays out of themselves, and none better than our man uh, Joe Money, Joe Hayden, who absolutely oh, yeah. made the play of the game on fourth down there when he stopped Nick er, uh, Nick Westbrook couldn't make the line, Erkine.
2: Westbrook Akina.
1: <laughs> yeah, Akina. Oh, boy, I was like, I like
2: such, 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 a, such a weird I like last I like Erkine couldn't
1: make the line. <laughs> Yeah. A
2: kind could yeah, make a okay. there you go. Yeah. But and Joe Hayden, Joe Hayden put out a tweet after the game. He said, I lift weights. <laughs> I think <laughs> he does.
1: I and think he I, does.
2: I mean, boy, talk about welcome back, Joe Hayden, right? Right. Welcome back, Joe Hayden. We've missed you. We've needed you. <laughs> and you delivered. You delivered like the mail. Okay. You came in at jo- Money like like you said, Johnny on the spot. And you delivered. Joey on the spot, I should say. Really? Um, and, and delivered a humongous play. You had Ryan Tannehill out there with the, with, with the microscope trying to figure out if they had made the line to gain um,
1: at the end. And it was
2: a horrible spot. It was a yard forward of a spot.
1: Exactly. They went back I'm, and looked at it, and they got the replay yeah, right finally.
2: I was like, the fact that the refs thought they were doing themselves a favor for you and they couldn't even do their own favor to you properly. <laughs> How do you mess that up? It's like, "Here, here, listen, listen. I have this gift. I really want it, but I'm going to try and give it. Oh, I dropped it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, it's dented. I can't. I can't even give it to you anymore." Well, it's um, like Chuck
1: Noll used to say, "Sometimes you got to overcome the referees, Max. The Steelers had to overcome the referees in that case."
2: boy who are you telling i mean i mean and that's one of the things and I, and it made me so because i'm sitting there with i'm behind the side judge guys okay i'm right there with the, i'm i am staring into the back of his brain like
1: it's he, short he, i'm
2: yelling i was going to say I'm he wasn't yelling. that tall
1: he's not that tall he wasn't
2: that tall <laughs> but i was stare, i was looking down into his mind you had
1: to squat down to be able to do that
2: yeah, exactly. I mean, I I could I could have probably rested my head, you know, a couple times. You know, you kind of lean forward. I could have rested it <laughs> on top. Put your water but, bottle on his head. But I was I was so frustrated because a lot of the times, like um, on the goal line, like when when Ben was going in for the uh, for for the dive for right. the touchdown, quarterback. Sneak. I was right there. Yeah, the quarterback sneak. You know, thank goodness he got it right on the pass interference because I was standing in the end zone right behind him. Right. I was like, you better throw it. You better throw it. You better throw it. That was like, this P.I. That is P.I. Because, I mean, because these guys missed some blatant calls. Like when Bing got hit by Naquan Jones. Oh, my goodness. He got just got shoved in the chest. He handed the ball off. I'm like, so I'm just glad they were able to overcome a lot of that bad
1: refereeing in that case, and it didn't cost us in this game. Absolutely. All right, that's a wrap on the opening bell right here. What a great Monday. It's a victory Monday. It's a donut Monday. Oh, and you're wearing your Victory Monday t shirt. Right.
2: Well, hey, hey, hey Wolf. What day is it? What day is it? Oh,
1: it's Victory Monday.
2: Crack, 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 crack. Yep. <laughs> victory Monday. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more
1: right after this. You're in the locker room.
0: in the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Well, the running game couldn't get traction for the Steelers. The run defense was bleeding again. Four games in a row, the Steelers haven't scored a touchdown in the first half, and unbelievably, they trailed after three quarters the last six games in a row. This is what they were... This is what was happening. This is what was going on. But here's what they did do that's important. You had four turnovers, baby. Count them, four. Right, three in the second half alone. You got four Ryan Tannehill body-bagging sacks with seven quarterback hits and tackles and some tackles for loss. Four tackles for loss. Not to mention, you got one heart-stopping, Joe Hayden, Joe Money as they're calling him. Hey, that play was short of the 10-yard line. And I got to tell you something, four Wizard of Boz field goals. Man, I'm telling you what, you talk about an improbable win. That was something I just find just unbelievable. Great, great day for the Steelers. Listen, li- listen the Wizard of Boz was my game MVP. If we're
2: passing out game balls, right? Um, you know, you, you got you to gotta give one to Boz because, you know, the defense did their job, right? They answered the call. That they they were the ones that delivered the pressure, which led to the mistakes. And that's one thing, you know, when watching the film this um, this past week, that was one of the things I was like, man, if you can get to Tannehill and apply pressure, he's going to cough the ball up. He's going to give you something to make a play on. You know, I watched the Houston Texans game, Wolf, and the Texans, I mean, they turned him over – like like it was like it like it was a flapjack ready to get flipped on its other side. You know what I'm saying? Like right. like it was it was like do. And I felt like man man how how are the Texans able to create these turnovers and we can't? I'm like we have to have something special here, right? And the the recipe was pressure. I said it in the pregame on the billboard, and I said it on our show. Pressure. You've got to pressure him because. For a guy that you know, he has his legs, and he got one good run play off. Um, they gave him a first down late late in the second half, but you know, um, he he's a guy that when you compress that pocket around him, and he has to throw into the window, that's the Miami Dolphins to Ryan Tannehill that we know and love, and the reason why he got traded, um, right? <laughs> and, and, and the defense was able to manufacture. I mean. It was awesome to see it happen right from the get-go, right? Chris Wormley beating Aaron Brewer for that first sack of the first that? play of the game. Nice no, uppercut. Like
1: a- he sunk that baby in, got his hip, lifted yeah. him up. That was a nice, nice uh, rush by Chris Wormley. Who, by yeah, the way, no, you know, I've said thus far, and I said this a couple weeks ago, I said thus far he has played solidly if if unspectacular. Well, now he's upped it to some spectacular uh, sprinkled in with the solid. This guy's been yeah. coming on. He's been playing well. And so kudos to the Wormley because I got to tell you something. He's come along, and when the Steelers needed him, he came along and put some big snaps in there.
2: Yeah, he did. I mean, listen, listen. we've needed more cowbell. He's yep. given us more That's, cowbell in the yeah. last couple of weeks.
1: You know what I'm saying? Where's our cowbell, Jacob? We need Where's the
2: cowbell? cowbell? I used to have a cowbell in here. My daughters took it. I think they used it. They put it in uh, a It's fun time but there. But uh, but uh, you know it was it was it was so timely because when you talk about wanting and needing a spark, that's that's what you need right there, and that's what they provided. Because offensively, we've just been stubbing our toe, right? I mean, right. It, it's just we we can't find the rhythm, um, that that's necessary because you know that was one of the things like almost until that fourth down play, I mean, you think about it. Every turnover we had, we converted to points, but none of them were touchdowns, and and, a cu- and, and half of those were short fields, like plus fifty, um, and we and we couldn't we couldn't get it in the end zone, which was frustrating, but the fact that we converted points, we didn't take points for granted, you know. I, I think we did in the L.A. game, right? Remember that going forward on that fourth and goal, right? Um, and not
1: converting well, it and then coming he, around, how many? Yeah, how many times? Did, wait a minute. Uh who's the who's the guy that uh, this past weekend kept his chewing the uh, field goals and then the, they came up short. Who was it? Uh, so was that, was that,
2: that LA? Was, that, was LA. It, that was LA. That was LA. Was yeah, that was the La- Chargers. Oh was yeah, the it? Chargers okay, kept yeah. For it? Yeah. The
1: Chargers, that's right. They kept going for it on fourth down. Well, we took field goals yeah. and I gotta tell you, well, how did that play out? Man, that played out big. Yeah, it's, hey, we, we, it was
2: enough. It was yes. enough, Wolf. Yes, that's it the was. word. It was enough. So I, you know, so when you look at it from that perspective, I'm I'm rather excited about it. I'm rather encouraged by it. So it was um, it was awesome to have that moment um, where you, where we're doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a dolly you gotta got lo- there! One gotta, of your little girls coming? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're headed in.
2: to art class. I
1: yeah. love it. <laughs> One hand comes into the screen and it's a little a tiny hand. And you go, oh, that's got to be. Indeed. Good morning. Good morning to Wavy and the other girls there. Yes, exactly so. So, you know what? I look at this and I'm like going. We good? You good? there are making Because I know what it's yeah. like to have the parental things going on at that moment. You know, good for you. Yeah, yeah. You handled it and like a pro. See, they, they didn't see me last night
2: because I got in at like one a.m. Ah, so, yes. Yeah. It did. was the first time she saw me. Good,
1: <laughs> good for you. I just love the little hand coming into the screen waving. That was hilarious. Yeah,
2: yeah. She has to say hi to Mister Craig.
1: She has to say hi to Mister <laughs> Craig. <of> dolly. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And good morning to the little, little Gail. Um, Max, when you you look at this, and it, there's so many. Um, moments in that game where it was just like, wow. You know, I was so glad. Let, let's talk about Ben, all right? Oh. You know, I love the fact that he just went in there twice in a row, sneaked the ball, let's go, baby, let's go. And the fact it was not lost on me, where did he sneak it? Behind the big LeGlue, right? Not That's the big Lebowski, right. it's the big LeGlue. <laughs> Him, right, and, him and Kendrick right. Green there must have been a peeker at that side but whatever they trusted him to be able to deliver the mail move somebody enough that Ben could get in and what a great job it was he did get in by the way did you hear Ben say yeah I went down remember we were talking about him going down yeah. to the tunnel he said I needed a minute because yeah. he said I thought I just set the Heinz all time rushing record <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh I that mean, was a I great mean,
2: one but, but I mean, but, and when you think of just what Ben's gone through, right? I mean, you think of 18 years uh, of this man leading the organization. Right. Being the quarterback. The, the immense pressure and weight that that is. And then in that moment, to have this kind of, you know, C2J moment, right? Come to Jesus moment. Um and being so full of emotions, like hey, I got to go, I got to go to the quietest place I could find, which is in that (laughs) little tunnel, Uh, and just take a moment, reflect, because let's not remember, you know, Ben had a similar dive in Super Bowl Forty, right, early in his career. One of the things that kind of was a defining moment, you know, when a quarterback wins his first Super Bowl, and to know that you you dove in there for a touchdown, uh, in that moment, and then to have this type of moment right you know 17 years later where you're doing this to get your get your team ahead um it's, it's got it's got it's got to be overwhelming at times absolutely um and, and, and as a team you know i can appreciate that right i because you know we, we're, we're always the historian of our teammates right if we get to watch it and we get to carry on that you know that legacy so it was it was a beautiful moment to see that um to understand just how, um, you know, powerful that moment can be. And also, you know, it talks about the fragility of a career, right? Right. When you know it's coming close to an end. You don't take these moments for granted, right? No. You, 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 you savor and you and, and you reflect on these moments because you don't know when the next one's going to come. The last time Ben dove for a touchdown was 2018. Think about that. Yep. That that is three years. That's pre-COVID. That's
1: pre-every everything that's been going on. I mean, this is that's a while ago.
2: Yeah, that's a while ago. So for him to come back and actually have that moment, that that's that that's overwhelming. That is that is a rush of emotion that sometimes you just can't describe it, but sometimes you just need the quiet to be able to un to unweave that web in our head, right? Of everything else. Yeah, and just enjoy the moment. So, so it was, it was, it was a great moment. It was a great time to see that. And boy, oh boy, I, I, nobody was more excited than me to see Ben rush it in there for a touchdown. Uh, I can promise you that. I was screaming on the side. In fact, I had to keep putting my mic away from you guys because I was like, I was having, I was having, I was doing all the things that was wrong that you're not supposed to do on it, right. yelling into the microphone, realizing the mic's right here in my hand as I'm throwing my hands up like a flailing inflatable balloon man. Uh, you know, with emotion because I'm also still riding that emotion of guys standing on the middle of the field. Yeah. You know, so I'm already jacked up. And then you have all these different emotions that are playing out throughout the course of this game. And, you know, for me, you know, for me, like the Tennessee game means something special to me because that was my first game I ever started in the NFL for the Steelers was against the Titans in 2005.
1: Wow, I didn't of, realize it a that. Season,
2: season opener. That was my first start, um, so that, that so it holds significance to me. That team, you know, the nameless gray faces across from me, the decal on the helmet, brings a certain significance to me as well. So it was one of those things where I was just overwhelmed with it. So I so in the moment, yeah, I'm like, yes, yeah, take that moment, take that pause because you've earned it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know that that was beautiful. Um, I, I looked at this and I, I just. To me, that defense was just so resilient and just kept battling and battling and battling, you know. And, yeah, um, it wasn't pretty. There was some bleeding going on there. But when you get the takeaways, when you take away the ball from the opponents, and what at least what I remembered was before their last win was Jacksonville. They beat the Jacks-Jags 20-0, nothing. right? So the two before that were both losses for Tennessee, and they had – turned the ball over, coughed up the ball nine times in two games. That's a lot of turnovers. Even if it was apple and cherry turnovers, you'd have gotten fat. There were so many turnovers coming. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, And the fact was, this is a team the Steelers have been on a bit of a drought as far as those big splash plays on defense, the takeaways. And yet they came away, and they took away not just four, but three in the critical second half. When you need it, you absolutely Got to have it. And I can still say that Joe Hayden, that's a fifth takeaway right there when he put the stop to uh, I, 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 Nick Westbrook Akine. I got to say the whole Akina, thing. Akina. 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 Ah, Akina. You know what? Nick,
2: Nick Westbrook Akina. Yeah. Nick Westbrook okay.
1: Akina. Akina. It's almost, the, it's the almost Akina. like voice
2: warm ups. There yeah, you go. Yeah, exactly. The Akina didn't not, make the line. Not that's the Akina. all we know. He's not the Akita, he's the Akina. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> regardless so you know what i mean that's what i'm talking about the, the 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 return to turnovers and i gotta tell you something i think you can call joe hayden joe money i think you called tj watt mvp did you hear the chant going on oh yeah i know you heard it because you were yelling in my ear that you hear yeah, the chant exactly. going on mvp
2: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i mean because you know it, it's one of those things right you, you know it's one it, it's it's one thing to be down and just realize you want to win a game. But it's another thing to need to win a game and to get that game. Yes. And to realize, you know, guys are playing out of their body, out of out of what we've expected of them, to give, you know, energy and life to your teammates when they need it most, right, to provide that lifeline. And the defense did that in five, in five different occasions – they gave they gave us the defibrillator.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Put a, and, put a flicker in our tickers, buddy.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and so it was it was just it was just awesome. I mean, a turnover on downs is a turnover. That's yes. why they call it a turnover on downs. It's not that you've possessed the ball. It's you lost the possession. Right. Yes. <laughs> and and to do it. In that end zone, when we've had so many bugaboos. How many games have come down to that end zone in the fourth quarter with a minute left? Something big had to happen. It did. Whether it's a two-point conversion, fail by the Baltimore Ravens, where Chicago Bears driving and turn the ball over. Um, You know, we look at this and we're just like, man, oh, man, why does this keep happening? But – it provided the spark. It gave us the narrative. And what the Steelers did, you know, was keep us alive for another week. Keep the playoff hopes alive. We're, we're sitting there, a, you know, a half game behind. Right. Right. Of everything that we want. And all you have to do is just win.
1: Just win, baby. Each
2: week. Just win, baby. You know, you. Hate, I hate to bring out, you know, the old Al Davis quote, but, right. you know, because I know how people feel about the Raiders in history. But for the young folks, all we know is from a Snoop Dogg song. Al Davis <laughs> said it best, just win, baby, win. And that's what they did.
1: All right. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to start with the phone calls. The numbers are 412-919-1316. Tell us your game balls, what you liked, what you didn't like, and we're going to have it all right here in the locker room.
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers
1: Nation Radio. Oh, it's a glorious Monday morning. It's a beautiful Monday morning, and it's a what, Max Starks? What day is today?
2: Victory Monday!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you gotta love that. He's wearing a T-shirt that says Victory Monday on it. Nice job. Way to go! That's,
2: that's right. I, I I wore this last year when the Steelers were going undefeated, when we're going out eleven and zero, and I wore it every Monday. Did you really? I, All yeah, right, I did. I took, I posted it on Twitter and and, and uh, IG, and I was like, "Yep, I, I'm going to keep talking about it because we're the only ones still doing it." Um, and uh, and so I was like, "You know what? I think this is appropriate. This this is now the rally shirt, uh, for December." Because you, you've got to have these. And, and like I said, you know, I, I I keep reiterating on this. It's got to be ugly and dirty. Oh, like yeah. It's got to be Steelers a little nasty. Win. It's got to be nasty. It's got to be gutsy because that's the only way we're going to win um, this year. And the Steelers, you know, if, if I got to, I, I hope I get to wear this for three more Sundays. You know, <laughs> yeah. Mondays I should say, hopefully three more Sundays worth of appearances or actually two Sundays and one Monday night. Um. Hopefully, I get to wear this. Don't worry. If it's Tuesday, I th- I think we're okay. I think we're okay <laughs> if I wear it on Victory Tuesday, even though it's a Victory Monday. Um, Absolutely. But
1: yeah. We we got we gotta have them. We gotta have them. You gotta have them. You know. I gotta tell you something too. One of the best plays of the day. Okay. And there's there's a lot of big plays here. But how about when we saw the six twelve? Running like a just like a maniac! i finally the delayed screen that you were calling for. You and I were both calling for for de- weeks. Yes, weeks. We've been asking for this. Yes, we've my been asking friend. For that for weeks. Oh, what about it? You saw the six twelve doing it. What was he doing? Rumbling, stumbling, <laughs> and bumbling,
2: and destroying. He was leaving destruction in his wake. I mean, that was beautiful. You know, it was it was an amazing timely screen. We couldn't get the running back screen to save our life by right. the way um, right. yesterday but that tight end delay screen was something of beauty and I could say Gentry's two for two. I'm yes. like, I don't know how we can get more of these in there um, you know you know we lose Pat Fryar in the game with a concussion but you know what Zach Gentry delivered in that moment was huge was huge. And I, I need to see more. I need to see more of that screen game because it can be that hidden thing for us if we could just uh, execute. And even, and, I hate to bring his name up, I feel, you know, but Chase Claypool on the wide receiver screen. Yeah. yeah. That was set up so perfectly.
1: There was four guys out there, man. Four dude, guys out in front.
2: I was right behind Claypool on the mm. sidelines, like in that vertical line of sight. I'm like, right. oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. No. As it goes, doink, off of his helmet. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Both his hands are up because he was looking up the field instead of securing the ball. Right. Like you're football 101, Wolf. Yep. Secure the ball before you make a move. Yes. Secure the ball before you make a move. Secure the ball (laughs) before you make a move. Uh, What was that? Secure the ball before you make a move. (laughs)
1: Just checking, just checking to make sure.
2: Yeah, I think you got. In the case point you across. were wondering, you yeah. still got to secure the ball before you make the move. In case we were wondering, casual conversation. No um, doubt about it. But it, it was it was so frustrating, and that was just the highlight that made it all worth it. Like if, if we had to fail three times for it to look as good as that on the fourth time, I'm okay with it. I'm okay because it came at a very critical moment, and he delivered the goods. And oh, he took man. a couple of. And he t- he took a
1: couple of bodies with him. Oh, he ran over some people. I mean, he trashed oh. some guys. That was yeah. just great to watch. Zach Gentry get the job done big time. Big Blue, Big Blue ran rampage over the Big Blue. I mean, that's literally what it was. You think about it. But we need to see more. of That I think Zach Gentry has got more to offer in this offense, especially when you got a guy like uh, Friermuth. And by the way, Kevin Byard said. That hit on on ear-to-ear, helmet-to-helmet, was baloneyed by the, you know, said it was the official. I'm going, wait a minute. Uh, hello, was that not a, a direct helmet-to-helmet helmet hit? You hit him right in the ear hole.
2: Crazy. Yeah, you hit him right in the ear hole with your helmet. And, you know, and, and actually we had um, uh, Wallace. Wallace actually uh, tweeted at us earlier, Wolf. Um, he would saying, "Am I the only one troubled by the lack of justice-seeking by our receivers when opposing DBs go head hunting like on Friarmouth? I kept waiting for Claypool Johnson and Washington to decorate someone with the slobber knocker. No. Uh, Wallace, yeah, yeah. Um, We don't have Hines Ward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna put it that way. Right. We don't have Hines. Um, you know that that that's that field enforcer that you would like to right, see. Right. Right. Um. But you know these guys are learning, and they're they're just trying to keep the ball. You know, I, I hope they focus on catching the ball. That's it. Um, and then once once you get comfortable with with said skill set, then you may get nuanced. That is nuanced when you start going and saying you know taking taking names and jotting them on on the pad of your memory, <laughs> uh, you know. But for right now, it's to overcome that, right? Because I think you beat them you on the scoreboard.
1: It, that's how you beat do them it. On that's the what Chuck Knoll was used the best to say. Way. And the best because, way, yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say, because we don't want another Claypool situation, right, yeah. where you're trying the Three Stooges. Yes. We don't need that. We don't so need that. So if, if you can't do it legally, I prefer you not try it at all. Don't right. hurt us, just help us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly so. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's roll on to the phone calls, because we got some people lining up to get their opinions in and tell us who uh, they're going to give game balls out to. And we're going to start with Big John down in Texas. Big John, how you doing? Welcome to the locker room. Oh, victory Monday <laughs> There it is. How about it, brother?
3: <laughs> Go ahead and howl a little bit. Yes. Uh man, great win, great win. I'm glad I'm tuning in to because I listened in to Charlie at the post game and there I it, it felt like we lost. Everybody I was calling in, oh, time management. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. Yeah. I understand, but Hey, we're 5-0-1 at Heinz Field the last, you know, the last, I guess, uh, six games. uh, It wasn't pretty, but, hey, the defense came in. When we have a full defense of when everybody's healthy, you know, good things happen. It reminded me of the Bills game at the beginning of the year where, you know, the defense pretty much much controlled the game and kind of influenced the offense to move. We didn't score a lot. But when we did, it was uh, it was pretty good. And you uh, like said we're just uh, I'm just hoping Santa Claus saves us a Christmas gift for next Sunday
2: <laughs> so we can beat the Chiefs. Uh,
3: uh, yesterday, the, I mean, this morning that brisket is nice and hot and ready to go <laughs> down. To, yeah, ready to go down and hit the hit hit my stomach and get a little bit more uh, Christmas week uh, jolly in me. But hey, the game ball to me goes to Hayden. Came back, perfect timing did a hell of a stop. Uh, I hate the referees and that was a terrible spot. Uh, the uh, just Jim Nance and Romo were replaying the, the play where the receiver popped the ball up and Hayden caught the ball on the fumble. They were like, Oh, this angle's there. This thing, I'm like, come on, quit, re- <laughs> quit looking at the angle. You're making people think that we're stealing the play, but nah, it was a perfectly awesome play. And, uh, the unsung, un, the unsung person that I like to say is a taco, tacos uh, tip, tip yeah. of a tanningo, yeah. and and uh, and Showbert picked it up. I mean, and I mean you know, that's that's what it's all about. Like you, y'all talk about next man has to stand up and and pull pull you know come through, and uh, hopefully Highsmith can come back. And I hear he's got a groin, so I mean, and Ben, you know, reminded me of like Stark said Super Bowl. Uh, 40, where you know he went for the goal line, but it was uh, it's it's good, you know, the running game still is what it is, but hey, it's week 15, you know, we're let's move on to week 16, and like Stark said, it's a, it's it's a uphill battle, and you know, going in through that tunnel. I mean, so I'm feeling right now like I'm about to go in the tunnel. Just talking about the game and and, and the Steelers win. <laughs> And, and I think that's what, what helps the uh, Steeler Nation is that we, we, we're familiar with that, and when we see our team down and not moving the ball like it has in the first half, it's just, uh you know, stressful throughout the game. But, hey, at the end, they pull through, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the week plays out. Y'all have a safe and Merry Christmas. Eat up. Jolly St. Nick. <laughs> it's Jolly St. Nick mode, and uh, appreciate y'all. God bless, and go, Steelers, go, and I'm glad I was in the locker room to be with y'all
1: today. Thank you, Big John. Appreciate you. Get that belly John. full of brisket. I guess maybe we gotta go Texas style brisket Monday instead of Donut Monday. That would be the whole yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that would that, that, be that's a solid win. choice. That would be a I win.
2: I mean, any meat category and putting Monday behind it is always a safe bet.
1: Well you know, th- you know I've when always said my favorite donut would be a meat donut. You know, if you could put together a meat yeah. donut, and we had a uh, one one of our our buddies uh, from Ford, I believe it was Dan O, sent us, yeah, Dan sent us some uh, donuts that had bacon, bacon bacon donuts. They were delicious. Oh, they were the fa- bacon oh. maple bar. Yeah. Ba- oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, no, not the bar. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was a
1: donut. But it would had
2: bacon. Oh, it was a in donut. It. Yeah, with bacon, uh, bacon on it. In- it. was. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The bacon. The make it. The the bacon maple bar at Voodoo Donuts is probably one of my favorite. Really. Bars. Yes. Ooh, yes. Sounds it, like something and I it, gotta it, find. It's a rectangular donut, and okay. it is. You got two strips of bacon on it, and it is. It is glorious. It is glorious, Wolf. When you talk about the sweet and salty crunch, um, oh, that you get so nice. with that bite, it, it is. Yeah, it, it's amazing. So. <laughs> So I'm all for a meat donut. I mean, pretty much that's a hamburger patty with a hole in it. Um, you know, I would prefer to just keep it full. So just make it just give me the round <laughs> patty. Just full. Hey, by the way, uh,
1: Faith <coughs> wanted me yeah. to, she wanted to find out, did you deliver the dresser to, you know, my brother Ronnie and his wife, Stephanie? Yeah, you know what? It's on its way. <laughs> uh... If you could have seen, folks, the look on Max's face, <laughs> I'm driving him to the airport and I go, by the way, this here dresser, <laughs> In the back, we got for our, one of our do- – for, for our daughter, uh, let's see, Esther. That's for her. But anyhow, we had it in the back, and, and, and Faith had told me, you got to tell Max, hey, we need you to, to drop this off at Ron and Stephanie's place down in Phoenix. Can you can you take <laughs> this full-size dresser through security?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, Max and,
2: and, and my only busy. response, I was, I was just like, it doesn't
1: fit through the X-ray scanner. I'm only doing carry-ons. <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. The look on your face yeah. was priceless. That was just so, yeah, that was, was awesome. Yeah, I was just like,
2: I was like, you because know, you, you know, you, you know, I don't want to let you down, Wolf. And th- that's the key thing. And in that moment, I was just like, I can't deliver this. I can deliver a message to Ron and Steph, but not like, a dresser. Hey, <laughs> hey, Wolf's thinking about sending you a dresser.
1: Uh, you got to tell them. Happy that. holidays.
2: <laughs> Happy holidays.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the second half of the show. You're in the locker room with, with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, ESPN Pittsburgh, and Steelers Nation
0: Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why S&T Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help.